The right detail can bump your wardrobe up a notch. Kick off this year by letting Indochino upgrade your style with customized suits, shirts, chinos, bomber jackets, and more without spending a fortune. Indochino clothing is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Give yourself a style edit that sets the tone for the rest of the year with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more with promo code STYLE at Indochino.com. That's Indochino.com, promo code STYLE. Hi, it's John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Did you know the second building in America was a tavern? When I built my new restaurant franchise concept, Taffer's Tavern, I thought back to the roots of what makes a tavern a tavern. Timeless character. All while delivering an unbelievably delicious food and beverage experience. That paired with my 40 plus years in the industry provides a clear roadmap to success. Do you have what it takes to be a Taffer's Tavern franchisee? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Visit franchise.tafferstavern.com. Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian rules football. Walked into all styles. Join Australian media icon Eddie Maguire for Aussie Football Rules America as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips and expert analysis of Australian football. Then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules Game of the Week. Kick the goal and Fremantle win it after the siren! It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. That is not a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, Look at that. On behalf of all 31 other fan bases in the National Football League, I say the following. (laughs) I didn't expect it by mid-May. I thought we would have to wait a long time for that sort of photograph and photography. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Seriously, now. Are we done with this yet? Not yet. What do you mean, are we done? You called here. (laughs) You want me to be like a regular talk show host and just hang up on you and run him? Should I run him, Harry? Or rack him. No, I'm not racking him. They're not racking him. Jim Rome only racks great calls. He has a take, but he sort of sucks at the same time. I think that's going to be my new thing. You know, you had a take or two, but for the most part, I got to run you. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW. The power professionals in your neighborhood. 
We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code BRUNO for 10% off today. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Always doing what we do here, Harry, which is enjoy the, the gifts of life, have fun. Every once in a while, poke fun at some people. But it's all good nature. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know we love hockey on the show, too. We Absolutely. don't ignore it like a lot of shows do. And hockey, we now know the two hub cities, Harry. Toronto and Edmonton. Vegas bailed because of the coronavirus spikes. And let's bring in a man who knows hockey. He played hockey. He was a great player. He a coached coach, it. Cancer survivor. Broadcaster. I don't even know who he had in the uh, Belmont Stakes a couple of weeks ago, but I'm sure he probably was cashing them. Oh, yeah. The great Eddie Olchuk. Eddie, how are you, man? Tony, I uh, had Tim Law and Dr. Post first and second, so a $2 investment got you back 1980, so that's a pretty good return on your investment, is it not? I figured you would retire by now with that. You probably <laughs> would say, the hell with this. I don't need hockey anymore. I won $19.80. Oh. Tony, hold on a uh, I've been married to the lovely and talented Diana Olchek for almost 32 years. Um, we got to, you know, I, I need to keep working. I need to keep hitting some winners, and I'm on the verge. I'm, and I'm on the verge of becoming a grandfather for the first time. So baby needs a new pair of shoes. Oh, uh, congratulations! Yeah, I just became a granddad a couple of months ago too. Uh, but I'm a lot older than you, though, and so I'm, I'm glad I'm a granddad before I become old granddad. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I am an old granddad. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank well, thank you. you. Well, Eddie, obviously, first of all, how, how, you know, obviously people know about your story, and you got a book out about being a cancer survivor, and I hear it. It's getting rave reviews. I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet. Eddie Olchick, Beating the Odds in Hockey and in Life. Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, look, at I'm, I'm feeling good. I just got my... Uh, my uh, my two-year scan, I'm all clean and clear, so two years cancer-free from stage 3 colon cancer, which I got diagnosed uh, back on August the 4th of 2017, where really, you know, I was, I thought I was a healthy guy, and the next thing you know, I couldn't go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden I'm having a six-and-a-half-hour surgery, removing a tumor the size of my fist, and telling me that uh, I'm going to have to have six months of chemo and then reassess from there, and the first thing that I thought of was, well, how long do I have? You know, like, how long do I have to live? And I was able to battle through that incredible support from my family, my friends, the hockey world, the horse racing world, and uh, a great team of doctors and uh, been able to be on the right side of the grass here the last little while. But, you know, the book for me was an opportunity to, to share my story of a kid that grew up in Chicago and all I ever wanted to do was to play in the National Hockey League. And, you know, the journey of, you know, whether it was, people doubting me my whole life or, uh, you know, making the U.S. Olympic hockey team in 1984 as a 17-year-old or playing 16 years in the league and then becoming a broadcaster and what have you. I just, you know, I, I was I thought about it, writing a book, but, you know, once I got sick and no pun intended, I, you know, that was kind of the final chapter and decision for me to 
maybe there's one person out there that I could help get through the day. Maybe I can help them stay away uh, by raising their hand if they're not feeling good or making sure they're having a colonoscopy. And, you know, I, when I was going through the battle, I, I mean, I, my second treatment, I had six months of chemo every two, every two weeks for 48 hours. And, and my second treatment, um, it brought me to my knees. I mean, it tests my will to live. Uh, I was ready to quit, and I had never quit at anything in my life. I never quit at anything in hockey, whether I was playing or coaching. If I was down 20 bucks at the track, I'd scratch that. If I was down 200 at the track, I wasn't going to quit. I mean, I was never going to do that. But the side effects and the chemo just brought me to my knees. And, you know, I would just go to the bathroom without having to go. You know, I had bad side effects with headaches and blood clots and what have you. And I told my wife I quit. And... I got the greatest inspirational speech that I ever got in any locker room, any business setting. It happened to be in our basement where I'm actually sitting right now. And my wife just said, look at me. You know, you got to fight. you got to fight for me. you got to fight for our kids. And you got to fight for all the people that love you. And we had a moment that lasted probably 30 minutes. I cried for 35 of it. And instead of looking at, you know, trying to get the Cliff Notes version of, of chemo and cancer, I'm like, okay, I need to take a deep breath and just regroup and put my hockey helmet back on and go, okay, look, at, I'm just going to go day to day. And I'm not going to worry about getting through my treatments or anything. So, and I can't worry about what's going to happen at the end. I just have to worry about the now. I know where I was, I know where I am, and I know where I want to get to, but I need to concentrate and focus on the now. So I just looked at it as, look, at, I'm just going to get through the day. And when I wake up the next day, then I'm just going to look forward to get through the next day. And that's a lot about my book and my story. And like I said, if, if I can help one person get through the day or give them inspiration and say, hey, is that old broken-down hockey player and horse player who get through it? Well, you know what? Then I can too. And if I do that, then it was well worth the 16 months of pen to paper to finally put my thoughts on in a book and uh, hopefully inspire one person. And if I did that, then it was well worth the, uh, the effort. Well, Eddie, this is uh, Robin here. You have already inspired somebody. Ice Rink Ottawa, one of our Twitch stream, um, he's actually going through chemotherapy as we speak. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he actually finished his first round, and he says mm -hmm. he's going to order the book online as soon as the show is over. Um, well, so you're I, definitely inspiring people. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I you know, I, I just, I, I feel for for anybody. Look at, I mean, look at, you know, the world that we're living in now, obviously, it's that's the real world, and we know that we're all well, we're all intertwined with this COVID pandemic. But you know, for for anybody out there, it doesn't have to be cancer. It could be anything, Robin. It could, you know, it could be any you know any mental health or any battle. I mean, look, I, I never, I, I never thought about suicide in my life. I never ever prior to me getting sick, and then all of a sudden, with all the medicine and me, you know, sheltering in place. I was, you know, I lived at, I lived in our basement for 17 hours a day, and I lived at home in our basement for, you know, for almost three months out of the six months because I just, I didn't want to go anywhere. I just wanted to stay home, and, and you know, you start thinking, and you, and you drift into oblivion, and you just, you know, you, you've got to be able to, to raise your hand and, and to ask for help and to talk to people and to, Make sure you're, you know, you're out there and, and, and you know that there are people that love you and they care about you and, you know, they want you to get through this battle. And, and that's the one thing that I will say and encourage everybody out there is if you know somebody out there that is in a battle, please reach out to them. 
please call them, please text them, please email them, let them know that you're thinking about them, because I had enough quiet time to last me a lifetime when I was going through my battle, and sometimes people I'll see now, and they'll say, nah, geez, you know, I, I wanted to call you, but I didn't know what to say. Well, look, you, you don't have to say anything. You could just call and just say, hey, man, I'm praying for you. I love you, and I'm thinking about you, and I'll be honest, I, I must have had, you know, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, I must have had 500 calls from just people that know who I am that are, you know, I say fans in, in the most respectful way, but just people that knew, knew who I am, or knew who I was and knew where I, what I've been going through. They just called up and just said, Hey, you know, my name's Jim and I, I live in, you know, I live down in Alabama and I, and, and uh, I, I know your daughter went to, to, to roll tide and I heard about your story and I'm praying for you. And you know, I don't even know who this guy was, you know? So I got, I had people and it just, it made me, it made me feel good, and it helped me. And I and I don't ever want to underestimate that. And I say this in the book, because I couldn't have done it by myself. Because if I was by myself, I would not be here. I know that. And it all started with my family. So I, I, I pray for anybody out there that's in a battle and just let them know, look, at just go day to day and, uh, you know, raise your hand if you need help or make a call if you need help. Uh, but to just, you know, if you can use my story as an inspiration, then hopefully you can get on the right side of whatever you're going through personally. The great Eddie Olchuk with an inspirational story. A lot of great comments coming in on our Twitch stream as people are listening all over on Sirius XM and SB Nation Radio. Great stuff. Eddie, obviously, you know, you, you, as you say, the good news is you're feeling better. Hockey's coming back. So what about yeah. hockey and, and the Hub City idea? Now, I don't know what your, what your situation is. And I don't know what NBC is going to do, and I don't know as far yeah. as broadcasting and players going up because there's not going to be any Canadian participation. I mean, any American cities hosting us. And right. I thought there was a problem going between the borders now. How is that going to work out as yeah. far as you know? Well, that's a fair question. I'm, I'm not sure about the whole logistics part of, you know, of the quarantining and getting across the border. I, I just know it was at the talk that we've had with my bosses at, at NBC, and in particular my boss Sam Flood for hockey and horse racing at NBC, is that, you know, I think for the start, anyways, that I, I will be in the studio in Stanford, Connecticut, just calling the games off a monitor from whatever the hub cities are. Like, I mean, obviously it looks like it's going to be Toronto in, in Edmonton, but we'll just do the games off the monitor. And, you know, I'll do my analysis from there. Obviously, it's not going to be the same, but look at it. It's the hand that we've all been dealt, and we want to make sure that, you know, A, first and foremost, it's like, look, you're healthy, you're safe, we're going to do as much as we can, and, you know, you're going to work in, in this environment. So I think at least to start, you know, I'll probably just be in the studio calling the games, and then hopefully if the opportunity presents itself and we can get out and get to one of the hub cities, obviously that means our, our world and we know what the real world is, but our world will be in a much better place if, if they're allowing broadcasters and maybe get some people in, in, you know, into the games to be able to watch. But I think for right now, I mean, there's still a lot in the air, and until there's a you know, deal agreed upon amongst the Player Association and the NHL, and I think they've done a wonderful job. I do want to say that. I think I couldn't be more proud of our league, especially the commissioner, Mr. Bettman, and, and Bill Daly, the deputy commissioner, the Board of Governors, the Player Association, the Return to Play Committee, I think right from the start, they were out there when they had something to say. They were out there. They, you know, they had a plan, and when there was nothing to say, they went into hiding. There was no propaganda. There was nothing. They, I think they handled it really, really well under the conditions. Again, we got to get to that stage of get back playing, but I think to this point, I think the NHL really has done a masterful job of, of being able to control the message in a very difficult time, and again, putting it most importantly, the health and safety of all involved is the first thing. 
and we know what the real world is. Just in our own little sporting world, I think the NHL has done an unbelievable job of keeping everything on track and having the right message out there. Have you ever done that before, Eddie, call a game remotely? And if, if you have or if you haven't, what, do you, what challenges do you think that will present? I've never done a game outside of an arena uh, off a monitor. I have done games, and, and as you all know, we do the, you know, we do the outdoor games, the stadium series, and, and the Winter Classic as well. There's been a couple of times where we've been in press boxes of baseball stadiums or football stadiums where we've been up in the press box, and you're quite a ways away, and it's not easy seeing. So we've actually done the games, the great Doc Emmerich and myself. We've done the games off the monitors in the booth. So mm-hmm. it's elegant. It's not ideal, but, hey, you know what? There's a, there's a lot worse things out there. So no no complaints here. Yeah, I'm going to miss some stuff. That's just the way that it is. And, you know, hey, that's, you know, that you just got to own up to it and try to do the best job you can. And I'll make sure my, uh, you know, my, my glasses are, are, are buffed up and making sure I'm seeing. Eddie, you, uh, you know, you, you, know and we'll Doc em, you and Doc Emmerich can, can do a, a, a broadcast from the moon. I mean, <laughs> Doc is the best there ever has been. I mean, there's been so many great hockey. But, but Mike Thank Emmerich you. has done any sport, uh, hockey from all over the world. I mean, even the most complex yeah. names of, of Russians and Czechoslovakian mm-hmm. players and players around the world, he yeah. never misses a beat, man. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Doc is uh, a legend, and when you hear his voice, you know it's a, it's a big game when Doc Emmerich can to sit next to him uh, as I'm, I've been able to do, hard to believe, for 14 years that I've sat next to Doc Emmerich as his unbelievable uh, partner uh, to follow in the footsteps of the legendary John Davidson, who sat next to Doc for many years and now the team president of the New York Rangers. So when J.D. left to go be the president of the St. Louis Blues, the door opened up for me. And uh, thankfully and lucky enough, I was in the right place at the right time and uh, really cherish that time I have with Doc because he's got – I mean, he's got so many stories, and he just has an incredible ability to tell a story in-game. And uh, it's so fun to watch him. And uh, I understand that uh, Doc, is, uh, Doc has got a book coming out very soon, so I think that is uh, maybe a stocking stuffer for some people around the holiday time because he's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories of uh, not only hockey but his, uh, his love for baseball and the Pittsburgh Pirates and also uh, – I know, uh, I know he's done a couple of important football games uh, over his uh, illustrious career as well, so uh, may be a really good read for some people out there as well. And also another a fellow cancer survivor. So you're talking about a guy yeah. who went through yeah. a, lot of, a lot of anguish as well in his personal life. So right. you got two great broadcasters, former player and yourself, who are both cancer survivors. Un- incredible. You know, Doc was such a great, I mean, he was an incredible supporter, you know, during my battle. I mean, like I said, I couldn't have done it without my family and my friends. And, my, you know, we all have a circle, and that inner circle just got me through my most difficult time of my life. And, and Doc was there every day. I mean, he checked in on me, you know, whether it was a text or a picture of some candles he lit for me at church or, you know, maybe just seeing, a, you know, a, a number 16 battle cloth somewhere or just making me smile. That's what... You know, our, our relationship and our partnership is more than just uh, broadcast partners. I mean, there's a incredible love and appreciation for one another, and uh, I hope Doc continues to call games, and uh, hopefully I can continue to be his partner, and uh, we love representing NBC and doing hockey games, and uh, we're looking forward to hopefully getting back together sooner than later. I don't know how we're going to do it, but uh, we're looking forward to hopefully getting a chance to call some hockey here real soon. 
Well, as a former player and a coach, uh, looking at this situation where all these teams are going to go to these respective two uh, hub cities, uh, how do you think this is going to go? What would be a challenge, you know, some of the things like, you know, having been a former player and coach that would be a challenge for you if you had to go through it? Wow. Um, you know, I get this question. Uh, the question I get asked the most is, you know, will which team has the advantage? <laughs> uh, what type of team has the advantage going in? And I'll be honest. I, this, this, I mean, this, you talk about, I mean, a major crapshoot. I mean, this, this is like, I don't think, I can make a case for all 24 teams. I mean, it, I think it's that absolutely wide open. And what you've had is you had a four-month pause where pretty much everybody has had an off-season off, and now they're going to come in and they're going to have to play, you know, the 16 teams are going to have to play the five-game series to move on to the next eight. It's it's going to be really interesting, and, and I think, you know, when you look at it, obviously, and, and we, I say this a lot in goaltending, and Doc and I kid about it on the air, but, I mean, if you don't get goaltending, you're not going to win. you got no shot to win. So, I mean, obviously, health, there's two health issues here, right? One most importantly, is staying away from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Two is the hockey health. Um, you know, how many players? And, and that's the one thing, too, is, is questions that are going to be asked and need to be answered, is how many players are these teams going to be allowed to bring? Because what happens when it's inevitable that, hopefully, look, at, hopefully it's 100%, you know, bubble-proof. But you know, the reality is, is that's probably not going to happen. What happens if you get four, five, six, seven guys that get sick? How is that all going to play out? How many games, are, you know, how many extra guys are you going to have? Uh, you know, who is administering the test? Uh, is, is there going to be an opportunity for player? And I only can speak from the player point of view. You know, are the tests going to come back within 24 hours? If, if, if I get tested and I test positive, do I get, do I get a chance to request another test? Um, will I be allowed to play that night if I'm a pending uh, positive case? I mean, like all those things are just questions that I would have as a player and as a coach. I'm sure the league is trying to figure that out. So to me, if you're a hockey fan and your team's got a chance in a 2014 tournament, uh, my, my, my word to you is why not? Why not? I mean, just get there, stay healthy, get some goaltending and give yourself a chance and, uh, and maybe you get an opportunity to win and, Obviously, my humble opinion, the greatest, the greatest trophy in all professional sports. Totally agree. Eddie Olchek. And last thing, i got to know, what about our boy, uh, Boosh, between the, between the glass? Oh, What's yeah. going to happen down there? Is that, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get any between the glass he's action. Great. Oh, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's great. Oh, he's great. You talk about a guy who's Boosh developed. Is, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Boosh is, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's the best. He has really stepped into that role and, and – you know, I think the relationship and, and the chemistry that uh, Doc and I have with Boosh, and, you know, for the maturity of the season, obviously we worked some games with Pierre as well, Pierre McGuire. But mm-hmm. Boosh is, uh, you know, he's taken our broadcast, I think, to another level. A, because he's a former goaltender and had great success. But he's a terrific guy. They're, you know, it's, it's uh, telling the story, not being the story. And uh, we've developed a great relationship, really enjoyed being around him. And uh, I think his his star is very bright moving forward when it comes to broadcasting hockey. He's a terrific guy and uh, always uh, always look forward to being uh, in his company. And uh, you're right. I, I don't think he'll be inside the glass uh, coming forward here uh, for the next little while, but uh, hopefully uh, we'll get things figured out and we can all get back to some whatever the new normal is going to be. Hopefully we all can be in our normal positions here, hopefully sooner than later. And if that happens, as you all know, that means 
as a country and as a society, we're in a much better place if we can get back to some sort of normalcy. Well, Pierre's not going to know how to act if he can't be between the I between know. the benches down exactly. there. <laughs> you, got, you guys are breaking up. I can't really hear you. Right now. <laughs> well, Eddie, it's been a great, great uh, pleasure to talk to you and love hearing the stories and the great uh, book that's out. And I know a lot of people are going to buy it. I can't wait to go out and read it. It's an inspiration. And hearing your story and hearing stories of survivors, knowing so many people that are suffering, it's just, as you say in hockey, you know, you just take it one shift at a time. Right. That's the way you take life. I mean, I do it every day, one shift at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. You can't think about yeah, five is. years we, from now. We are, we are in the big picture, and you guys know this as well as anybody. Is You know, when you hear coaches, they get the questions asked in their post game or their after practice or whatever, you know, you know, how's, you know, how's this player, how's that player, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, he's fine. You know, he's day-to-day or whatever. And, and, I mean, the response is, well, aren't we all day-to-day, really, in the big picture? Like, aren't, aren't we all day-to-day? And the, that's the – you know, I think that needs to be, you know, part of our, you know, our, our journey moving forward here. And look at, I, I pray for everybody out there. I thank all the essential workers and the first responders out there that have, have done just an amazing job in just this crazy time. And I hope we never ever see this ever again in our lifetime, and for our kids and our grandkids and, and what have you. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me on today, and I look forward to maybe chatting with you during the uh, during the tournament, and uh, look forward to. Uh, talking hockey and at that time too i'll be back to pucks and ponies Hopefully yeah. we'll have some yeah hockey kentucky derby i know the, uh, kentucky derby as well on nbc on the first saturday in september it doesn't roll off the tongue does it as well as the no, first it doesn't. Saturday in no. May where it does the first i don't know how we're going to handicap it when we had the belmont and we got two months till right. derby i mean it's going to be everything's That's crazy okay. we, we, we get, look at, I'm, I'm still waiting for and our buddy up there, you know, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings is the, the is greatest. The, yeah, Paul yeah. Wright. Paul, Paul, Paul Allen. Paul Allen yeah. is the voice of Canterbury Downs. He is the best. He is the best. I was watching the other night, and I shot him a text, uh, wanted to – I think I was asking about an inquiry or whatever, and I'm going, these stewards, they, the referees, they can't take this horse down. They can't. And then he wow. gave me a little heads up. He says, you're safe, kid. You're safe. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> I can't believe you're watching Canterbury Downs action in the middle of the week from up in Minnesota That's with awesome. the great Paul Allen. That's awesome. Got awesome. a lot of free time. We got a lot of free time, so we'll get back to work sooner than later. So Eddie Olchuk They beating... don't ask you how. They just ask you how many you cash. That's about exactly it. Exactly right. The book, again, is called Beating the Odds, beating the in, odds. in Hockey and in Life. And, and it's it has available. a five-star rating on Amazon. And wow. you can get it via Kindle or hardcover and paperback. And paperback. So, so it's available in any way you want it. While you have this all this free time, buy the book, read it. It's a very inspirational. Eddie, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you coming on. So glad that you're making it through there and staying strong. And God bless you, man. Thanks so much. Right back at her, everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks. There he is, the great Eddie Ulrich. Put your hands yeah. together. He and Doc are a great team, though, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. This new year, plan for your future with a degree from the University of Maryland Global Campus. UMGC has been online for over 20 years, helping working adults and service members learn the skills they need for the careers they want. UMGC offers online courses, more than 90 programs and specializations, seamless transfer credits, personalized advising, and more. No application fee through February 14th. Classes start soon. Learn more at umgc.edu slash podcast. Certified to operate by CHEV.